Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Don't forget the lube is meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Don't forget the lube, the show where two queeros talk sex and sexuality. It's your boy, Kepcat. It's JoJo. And we want you to come. Enjoy the show. way somebody has tried to prove they were over 18 without showing you their ID. Uh, I had a lady um, come up to the counter and flash me her nipple piercings because she said that she could not be under 18 and have those. It's so funny you say that because I literally had a woman in the other day and I was like, can I see your ID? And she was like, oh shit, I don't have it. But I have my nipples pierced. Like, can I show you my tit? And I looked at her and I was like, Honey, I'm down to see some titty any day of the week, but that does not prove you are 18. <laughs> that is me. I do the same thing whenever somebody comes in and they're like, oh, but I have my CSU ID. I'm like, honey, you can be 17 and go to college. Yeah. Like, that is not uncommon. Oh, I also had a woman walk in and on her phone pull up a picture of her mugshot. It didn't have her, it didn't have her birthday, but it had her name and her incarceration date. And she was like, look, and I'm like, you can be you, 17 and be arrested. Yeah, I'm like, uh, do, do you know how this shit works? Come the fuck We on. actually have a list of things we can't accept, like passports, uh, IDs, um, driver's license, shit like that. But we can't accept, like, <laughs> college IDs and mugshots. Like, yeah, what the it, fuck? And she didn't even have the physical mugshot. It was a picture of her mugshot on the phone. That is me. I would. That I was so that. beyond extra. I was like. Honey, no. Are you okay? Are things okay at home? <laughs> like, are you safe right now? <laughs> oh my god, speaking of which, I did, like, have you ever had somebody come in and be like, yo, I'm in an unsafe situation, can you guys help me out? I had somebody call in uh-huh. about, okay, so they were asking me and they were like, I'm supposed to meet up with this guy at the bar and he was on, like, a Tinder thing or, like, whatever and they'd exchange, like, nudies and they were nudies. calling in <laughs> and they were hey, like can i send you some nudies are you five <laughs> are you <laughs> and they were like i'm really nervous because like their dick looks like it's really big and i just i don't know if i can handle it and Honey, i'm like have you heard of photoshop <laughs> face well, tune I your dick like, face uh... tune your dick <laughs> I, was... I photoshopped our dicks and i did it for us i'm sorry go on <laughs> I was just like, okay, here's the thing. If you don't feel comfortable, don't, don't meet go. this person. Yeah, like, <laughs> just don't go. Ghost them if you have to. It's a Tinder date. Did you what say you she talking? was meeting him at the bar? 
I guess so, yeah. Okay, she yeah. was like, the, the, don't go to the fucking bar. Yeah, so I was like, you're terrified of. Don't go. I mean, actually, no. The bars in Fort Collins are actually super, like, good about shit. Like, if you look uncomfortable. Not really. Fucked with us? I was drugged at. Oh, by the bartender. Oh my god, are we gonna. We're gonna bleep out. Right? Uh, Say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should just bleep out. You know, drug. I was I was drugged at a local bar by the bartender. By the fucking bartender? Did he uh, get huh? fired? Was nope, it a he because there's no way to prove that it was him. Are you fucking kidding? That me? is, yeah. So uh, that's ridiculous. Like if if a, okay, if our store was like that, and you, and you could drug someone or you could like slip someone something, anything like that. Even a suspicion, you would at least be suspended until, like, a full investigation was under, and I could yeah. prove your innocence without a doubt in my mind. Yeah. Like, because that's not safe. That's not okay. No. Like, one accusation, yeah, I understand, like, okay, that could be someone trying to slander somebody's, like, good being, but also, that is a fucking liability to your bar, your place of yeah. business. Like, you should handle this. Well, and the fucked up thing is that um, the bartenders at... This place that I mentioned before that we bleeped out, and uh, their the... sister bar. <laughs> the <laughs> okay, no, we should really the intoxicated. <laughs> this is like we're totally throwing shade. We need to stop. Go on. Um, the bartenders at these places have been known to drug people. Are you fucking kidding me? But and they're like, there is no way this? to prove it. That there is, is no way for a investigation to happen because a it's a bar and it's a bar for hang on we need to stop the podcast i have to call the police like this is bullshit (laughs) like oh my Um, god so what happened was a friend and i had been drinking at another bar a local bar that we go to all the time have no problems with right i've got a pretty damn high alcohol like Tolerance. Yeah. Tolerance. Yeah. yeah, you've been known to drink like twelve beers and be like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yep. <laughs> At my 12, house, playing Monster Prom at two in the morning, and half a pint of Jack Daniels. <laughs> so, um, oh my god, yeah. Every time you show up to somewhere, you you like pull out a backpack and you have like forty beers, and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm just getting tipsy for the night," and yep. I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> so, at this bar that we were at at first, um, I had a beer and two shots. Yeah, and. My friend, who doesn't have as high of an alcohol tolerance as me, uh, had the equivalency of alcohol that I did. Right. She's a little bit more drunk than I was when we left, and I was like, hey, let's go mess with the college douchebags and go go dance. Relatable. <laughs> so we walk into drunk and I was having fun. I was decked out in my punk gear. I had my vest and my flannel on. It was fun. You are a punk queen. I ordered one shot. Uh-oh. And maybe 10 minutes later, I couldn't stand. I was in and out of blacking out. I couldn't speak. My friend had to carry me out of the bar and take me home. And I was hungover for two days afterwards. Cool, cool, cool. One thing, uh, can yeah. you possibly just, for no reason at all, give me a quick description of what they look like? You know, their Don't name, remember, their wasn't home address. <laughs> Just I, for like no reason at all. I wasn't paying but, attention you know, to if what they, they go look missing, like. I no just problem. ordered a shot of Jack and was like, "Cool." 
That is fucking insane. Like, are you sure it went straight from them to you? And you were just like, mm-hmm. yep, so there's no way it could have Because I took that shot and I was like, I'm going to go dancing. Wow, that's such bullshit. I can't believe people like that exist in positions where they have easy access to women or people in general. Yeah. Well, that's and that's insane. just like something that, you know, because we do live in a college town. Right. You know, there are so many young people that are so new to drinking. Like, I've been drinking since I was 16. <laughs> um, <laughs> she means that she was 21 <laughs> cough cough no I'm just kidding but <laughs> there are so many young women out there that like barely just turned 21 and they're like cool we're gonna go bar hopping you know and it really there's so many things out there that you know it's not just the guy that's like hey beautiful can I get you a drink like you know and it does suck and it really does suck because <laughs> bartenders are supposed to be the one like the people who you trust uh, yeah. They're the ones that are supposed to, like, professionally... Prevent. Yeah, and prevent that shit from happening. Like, there, you see online all the things about ordering an angel shot if you're in an unsafe situation. Yeah. Where, like, if you get a neat one, they'll call you, like, have... Like an Uber, or they'll call whatever. the police, depending yeah. on what kind of angel shot you order. And that's awesome, but it sucks that there's still, like, bartenders out there that are like, you know what? I have a position of power, I'm going to exploit it so that I can get a hold of, you know? Yeah. Well, and I guarantee it, too. When I got that shot, it wasn't necessarily about a power trip kind of thing. It was, here's this crazy-ass little punk girl and her friend Mm -hmm. coming into my kind of bar, which panders to the young college stereotype. Like, do you have a fucking Harambe outside? Like, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, there are certain bars for a certain type of people. I happened to walk into the wrong one. Very clearly. I can't believe that shit. That's insane. I'm so sorry that happened to you. It's fine. I made it home all right. But I'll feel nothing. You know, there's there's just definitely something that needs to be made aware to the young people in this, you know, in the town. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, you can't trust, unfortunately. Like, a lot of people in Collins are, like, the nicest people you'll ever meet. But, like, me and Patty on the moped the other day, like, I never... In Fort Collins, I never expected us to be, like, just stopped. We were literally ran off the fucking road. Yeah. Uh, and called faggots. He's not even gay. He's, <laughs> like, straight as a fucking arrow. Oh, and she's, she's, she's like, babe, she's so great. Uh, we're going to bleep her name. <laughs> but, um. Call her Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> our, our mutual friend, Tiffany. <laughs> but we were on my moped, and we were driving down the road, and some guy, like, honked at us. I pulled over. Well, like, I pulled into the bike lane because I was on my moped. And then he, like, he yelled something at me. I shouldn't have yelled back, but I was, like, all I said was, like, I was going the speed limit. You have a and right he to said, defend yourself, and, and it's not like you were in the wrong. And then he ran us off the goddamn road. Like, he tried to hit us with his car, stopped the car, got out, started screaming at us. And I'm, like, what the fuck? And I was, I was having a dude day, so I was kept out. And yeah. I was like, I look very masculine, um, but I have a feminine voice. So I was like, how can I help you, you fuckhead? Well, I didn't say that to him. But I was like, yeah, we were going the speed limit. And he yeah. was like, you don't need to be driving in the fucking road on a moped. That's what bike lanes are for. And he kept screaming at us. And then he said, get out of here, you fucking faggots. And I was so mad. I was shaking. <clears throat> like, I was vis- visibly shaking. You can ask tiffany that i was like i was shaking (laughs) so bad and i said what the fuck did you just say to me and he said i called you faggots you fucking pussy lickers and i said okay and i was thinking in my head i was like oh i can fight with my rings on right but he he like drove off i caught i read his license plate out loud 
and hopefully this guy gets caught. But that was really fucked up. You never yeah. expect that to happen here in Fort Collins because like everyone like I don't know. I know that like I have a low expectation for people in general. <laughs> um, I guess that's understandable. So I, I'm and just especially an like well, I'm an optimistic nihilist. <laughs> Relatable. So <laughs> I hope. For the best in people, but I don't expect it. Exactly. And that's the thing. thing, like, I actually, I've always, like, seen the best in people because I see myself in people a lot. Like, I'll yeah. see, like, and I think that everyone has the ability to change, which is why I'll, like, if somebody says something ignorant online and it's not purposely, like, it's not purposely hateful, it's just out of a place of not knowing. Yeah. And some people don't know then you can teach them and then they can change. Holding something they said in the past that they said out of ignorance and not knowing doesn't fix anything. In fact, it ruins anyone's chance of becoming a better there person. Was, there was always a quote that I really liked was, um, you can't be mad at ignorance because there's always an opportunity to learn from it. However, stupidity, those people are stubborn as fuck and you cannot. Them. Yeah, I mean, I, like, <laughs> like, you know, I, I kind of grew up in Oklahoma and Texas, so I've seen both. Like, I've yeah. seen people who are willing to learn, and I've seen people who will not. And, like, there is a difference, and you have to be able to, for especially, like, self-health reasons, be able to tell the difference. Because yeah. if you're just going to be stuck around a toxic human being who constantly says, like, this sexuality isn't real, this race is less than mine, like, things like that, and no matter what they hear, they refuse to believe oh, yeah. proven facts. They've refused to learn from those who actually experience the experiences they're talking about and know nothing about, then they will not They will never learn, and they yeah. will refuse to learn, and the only thing you can do is hope that one day maybe that, that experience <laughs> happens to them and they learn. Drinking too much bubbly water? I there? don't need <laughs> this judgment right now. If I wanted judgment, I'd call my mother, okay? Oh, wait, we're not gonna put that in. <laughs> she might listen to this. Oh my god, no. But no, I really feel where you're coming from. Um, I dated a guy for four years who, during the first half of our relationship, um, you know, I told him, I was like, I'm genderqueer, I'm pansexual, like, this is who I am, these right. are my values, this is how I see the world. And for the first half of our relationship, he was totally cool with it. He was like, hey, you know, like, if you want to have relations with, like, other females, like, that's cool. Just, like, talk to me about it, you know, because I was like, I'm also poly. And he was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> the second half of our relationship was him listening to a lot of YouTube videos about, oh god, you know, the whole... I want to, I almost want to call them like gender conspiracy theories. And like after a while, he start every time I'd be like they them, he would be like, no, she. You know, he'd be like, we have sex like a male and female do. That makes you female. That makes you a woman. That makes you a girl. Right. And I would be like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> and that's very toxic thinking to like be yeah. immersed in. Like it completely makes you rethink your things. Oh, I I had. I had body dysmorphia. Dysphoria. Dysphoria. Yes. Yeah. Um, for like a year while we were dating because he would do that to me. He, I would be like, oh, my pronouns are they, them. Anytime he'd introduce me to somebody, he'd be like, don't listen to my girlfriend. And I'm mm. like, I don't care if you call me your girlfriend, but don't put essences on the, the girl, girl part. part. Like, you know. I'm the same one. It's it's one of those things where it's just like I'm asking you to respect how I see myself. Right. 
kind of And that's the thing I feel, too, is, like, I'm your partner. I'm not your girlfriend. I'm not your boyfriend. Well, I actually don't mind either. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's the part. But anyway, should we get to our first question? Yes. All right, so this question comes to us. (laughs) Do you want to do a little riff? Do it. Yeah. Do it. Excellent. Okay, so this first question comes to us from Reddit, from Reddit user you crazy chuck. Thank you, you crazy chuck. Uh, so this question is face slapping. Last day, Ooh. me and my girlfriend were having sex, and we always, we always, <laughs> most of the time, have roughed sex. She Ruffed. loved to wait. It gets better. She loved to be submissive and be spank, but but for the first time, there's no teeth. She asked me to slap her in the face. So I did, and I liked it, and she did it too. I was just wondering if a lot, like, not two words, just one. A lot of girlfri- girls here love to slap, and how far do you usually go, question mark, question mark? There's a space between those two question marks. So Okay, um, I'm going to start with, please... Don't be drunk when you write these questions. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, I'm it might kidding. be. It might be English is not their first language, <laughs> but you fine, write. It fine. sounds yeah. like it sounds like I wrote this when I was like four shots in. So okay, my general opinion: I like to be spanked. Right. I like to be spanked hard. This one's. Hard. I do not like to be touched in the face. Okay. If you and your partner have communicated that that's what you both want and enjoy, I feel like definitely like taking steps, batting at a little bit, being like, is this okay? Like, do you want me to go right. a little harder? Do not immediately backhand. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, just pimp <laughs> the shit out of your partner and be that's like, oh cool. man, this pussy's so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, relationships as Relationships in general are based around communication, you know, and especially Especially during sex. And you should never be afraid to ask your partner in the middle of coitus. Right, of course. And the thing is, like, especially with things like uh, physical harm, that should definitely be discussed beforehand. Absolutely. And that's, like, if it's in the moment and you kind of want to try it, then you definitely need to communicate to your dom or your partner that this is something you've never tried before and this is something that you want to try, but they need to go soft because you've never done it before. Absolutely. And that's really hard, especially when you're in the mindset, like, because when people talk about going into scenes and they talk about going under, it's... You are in a different headspace. It's almost like being high, because uh, you are not thinking correctly. That's why, especially well, you are in, high. Like, You're high on those endorphins. Exactly. So that's why, um, in like sex dungeons stuff like that, they have a rule where you cannot uh, interact with someone who's just exited a scene. Yeah. Because if you do, they won't be in the right space to make like decisions that they would make normally. Absolutely. It's like basically approaching someone when they're drunk. So, um, like, if you want to do something with physical harm, I personally love physical harm on me and my partners. Yeah. Uh, because I, like, I've, I was raised as a woman, so I like, I like it when someone, even in a non-sexual way for me, like, Can since I am demisexual. Yeah. yeah. Even, I'm very demisexual and I'm a very dominant personality, but I like the idea of, like, getting hit and getting yeah. beat up and like stuff like that but it has to be in a way that we've talked about and um if this is not discussed prior then it needs to be done in a way that is safe for the sub and safe for the dom and there still needs to be communication during because right. if like 
the sub asks for it and the dom delivers. The sub can feel like they were taken advantage of even though they were asked for it. And the dom feels like they were in a situation where they did the wrong thing even though they did what was asked yeah. of them. So that's with always anything, important to, yeah. to discuss, like, you know, the boundaries with it. And especially if it is a dom-sub relationship, that safe word, that safe word always needs oh my God, to be yes. made and, like, present. Sometimes you can't talk, so, like, safe gestures, backup safe words. Like, uh, yeah. And also sometimes the sub forgets to say the safe word. So uh, what I really like is the dynamic where the dom sometimes, it sucks because it breaks the scene sometimes, but where the dom just says something as simple as color. They ask them for their color and they can tell them green means go. Yellow means stop what you're doing right now, but don't stop the scene. Red means stop the scene. I'm not okay. Mayday means save me. So like something like that in a scene. Yeah. Um... If the Dom takes responsibility and says, like, are you are you okay? Like, I just hate you. We didn't discuss this before. Give me your color. And if they're like, the, the sub has to think for a second and think about it, then yeah. they just pause the scene for a minute and they, like, adjust and think about it. That's a good way to handle it. And I think that's always very important, especially for the Dom part of it, is right. to remember to do that. Yeah. Because even though you're in that heat of the moment... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to brush my microphone. You're in the heat of the moment. (laughs) (laughs) But even if you're in the heat of the moment, like, you still need to be consciously aware of your sub. Like, this isn't, sex isn't just about you, it is... And that's the thing a lot of people don't realize is that um, the dom is not the one in charge. And the dom is hardly ever the one in charge. Like, they are given the position of being the one quote-unquote in charge yeah. but they are not they can't do anything without the okay of the sub and they're yeah. not doing anything that the sub doesn't want so it's literally the sub the one is the is the one in charge the, my favorite analogy for it is that the sub is the driver and the dom is the car and the car cannot mm. go without the sub but if the sub does something incorrect like if the sub oversteps the dom's boundaries shifts out of gear correctly then the car will stop working so yeah. it's it's a needed I, balance. I really love that analogy. I'm so um sorry. I actually had a an ex where we tried the full on like dub som, dub sub. That was dub, really good. Dump, dub dub som. <laughs> it's like dom sub. I'm sorry, I'm dyslexic. With more dubstep. <laughs> I am dyslexic AF. I am too. Anyway. Oh my god, all the, the way. The dom sub. Oh my god, no wait, are we all dyslexic? Yes. <laughs> Yes, dyslexia. Uh, Slistastics untie. Anyway, go on. Sixlexia. Anyway. Sixlexia. (laughs) Anyway, go on. Where we tried to incorporate, you know, that kind of partnership. Of course. And um, he was a bit excessive with it because he truly believed that he was the one in charge. Yeah. And And that's the hard part. I would, you know, I would say our safe word and he, he would be going. like, I'm not done. I haven't stopped. And I'm like, mm. no, this is the point of the safe word. Like, you, you I, there were a couple of times where I'd have to, like, knock him in the jaw a couple of times just to get him, like, off of me. And it should never lead to that. It should never be a Stephen no. King movie. Like, you should be yeah. able to, like, BDSM should <laughs> never be done with someone that you don't fully trust. Because if they can't, yeah. and I don't, I and there would, get into this. There would be like, there would be times where, like, you know, because, like, one of my big things is, like, I don't like being grabbed around my wrists. Yeah, you told me that. And I also do not like being jump-scared and grabbed. Oh, fuck that. Like, like if that's I know you're coming up behind me to, like, give me a hug or something, and you make yourself aware. And known. And to known. Me. Yeah. 
I'm okay with that. Like, even if you're like, hey, and you like, you know, come up behind me. That's fine. I've done that to you, but I make yeah. sure that you know I'm there every time. Absolutely. Like, I'm like, Jojo, and then I, like, hug you. Yeah. But when and then you... you shove s- my face in your boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when somebody makes a point to sneak up silently behind me and grab me... That's basically non-consent. And yeah. that's the thing, like, and the thing is everybody thinks about, like, consent in sexual form, but consent goes to more than just sex. Like, if I didn't give you permission to touch me, regardless if it be, like, you... Yeah giving me a hug, touching my shoulders, then you don't get to just touch me. Absolutely. And I think people should know this. And that's... Uh, oh my god. Charles just showed us a picture of a dog. It's a corgi it's, cubone. It's a corgi cubone? We're dying. It's my favorite. So I feel like the biggest thing, going back to the question, is definitely just have communication and communicate with them outside of a sexual environment. Yes, and that's actually another thing I want to talk about real quick before we go, is that I want to talk about the fact that sometimes what someone is okay with that day will not be okay the next day. Yes. And uh, I was watching this video, and I forgot the name, I'll look it up, but it was like this famous reptile, and she said, I want to play with us today, not the us of yesterday or tomorrow. And she was like saying, if you are in a relationship, long-term relationship, I don't care if we've been together for years or we've known each other for minutes. We yeah. still need to have this extensive conversation before we play any form of kink play because I need to know what you want now, not what you wanted yesterday, not what you want tomorrow, I need to know what you want now and what's going to feel good now. And I think that's so important. So many people forget that. And like you see online, like people come to our store all the time and say like, I've been with this man for so many years that we've just fallen into a rut and we do the same thing over and over and over again. And if they had that conversation where it was like, what do you want today? Not yesterday or tomorrow. um, I, I definitely try so very hard to introduce couples with things. Just definitely communicate with your partner And don't be a dick. Don't be a fucking dick. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we are going to take a quick word from our sponsors. I'm Stephanie James, host of The Spark, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on NOCO FM. Each week, I talk with luminaries in the fields of psychology, health and wellness, entrepreneurs, motivation, and more. We talk about their life stories, their passions, and the ways in which they've overcome adversity, and they provide the necessary tools that will enable you to do the same. Join me Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain, only on NOCO FM for The Spark with Stephanie James, igniting your best life. Hey there, my name is Kevcat and I am the host of NoCo Gadio, the weekly hour-long show dedicated to highlighting the fantastic musical abilities of the LGBTQIA community, and guess what? It ain't just musical theater. Come check out NoCo Gadio every Friday at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard at NoCo FM. That's N-O-C-O dot F-M. So our next question comes from an anonymous user on Reddit. Should I post on Gone Wild? I'm really interested in posting on Gone Wild, but not sure how good of an idea it is. I literally love the comments men leave. The dirty talk and the compliments make me so horny. 
I'm just not sure if I should try it. Suggestions? So I would say that, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, I think that you should totally show your titties on camera. And I say that because you can keep it anonymous. You can um, show attention to those. You can make money off of it. Um, it can feed your praise kink or anything that you got going on. Well, and let me add to that, too, is there is a kink called voyeurism. Oh, yeah. Voyeurism. And uh, me and my my current human are really into that. Voyeurism, for those of you that don't and know. And our producer. <laughs> <laughs> and our producer, my chuckles. So, are we voyeurism. Are right now? Are we outing him? I, I think I've what? talked a couple times. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to set up. Welcome to the show, friend of the show, Charles. Hey guys, stop fucking around. <laughs> Do your job. Yes. Talk about dicks. We we are talking about dicks. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about. We're titties. talking about you. Oh shit. Oh Sorry. shit. Anyway, um, are you talking about my titties? No, I'm, I'm saying you're. Are are my titties? Are my titties on the internet right now? Yes. Are they? Are they? Are they? Yes. I think they are. No, I, mine are not. Hang on. Let me go on Pornhub. <laughs> I but mean, you're saying, you're my boyfriend's saying. got a lot of butt pics of me, but... So voyeurism is the kind of kink where you enjoy having sex in public to the point of... No, that's of... exhibitionism. Voyeurism is, that... is, be, is watching. Oh, okay. So, my bad. Yeah. Um, exhibitionism I... is when you have sex in public or get off of almost being caught or being watched by other people. Okay, so then uh, I guess I'm into exhibitionism and voyeurism. But voyeurism... Exhibitionism. That one. Yeah, you're naming it. I love you. Go on. <laughs> um, voyeurism is when you like to be watched. No, you like seen? to watch. Oh, to watch. Oh, okay. So you I've got this those. completely fucking backwards. You do. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Exhibitionism. Well, that is the kink. Isn't voyeurism <laughs> to be watched as well? No. Voyeurism what's, is to watch. What's, what's to be watched? Exhibitionism. Okay. Okay. So... Actually, then let there's... me fact check this real fast. <laughs> I think voyeurism is both. Let me read. Let We're me read. Gonna the check definition. real quick. Totally not googling. I love this song. You guys should sing it every fucking podcast. I'm sure the listeners love it. <laughs> totally not googling. Okay, so relating or denoting sexual pleasure gained from watching others that are naked or engaged in sexual activity, deriving or relating. And to enjoyment from seeing pain or distress of others. So it's watching. Okay. So that's what voyeurism is. That's why I'm the manager. Okay. So exhibitionism. So then my question. Okay. So I'm jumping on the podcast for the distance. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome friend of the show, Charles. Do you then like voyeurism? Do you like watching people? Do you like watching? I actually, I love watching. Yeah. The thing I like about watching is, um, so since I am Demi, I actually enjoy the non-sexual parts of watching. I like Facial expressions, vo- vo- like, like voices. Like the flirtation, like the foreplay that's, part of it. Yes, almost. and also like during like if it's clear, it's not fake. That's why I, I don't watch like a whole lot of porn because you can tell very easily when someone's faking the moans. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. If the- I can tell. <laughs> yeah. And also like anyone who is voyeuristic and anyone who's ever watched live will tell you that it's so much better live than it is recorded. Because you can tell, like, these yeah. are two people that love each other or at least care for each other. You feel that chemistry, that yeah. connection. And you can see the realistic reactions and stuff like that. So I, I myself would say that I am I am an exhibitionist, but I'm also a voyeurist. Like, I love watching. Yeah, same. So then what this person is saying is they are they want to experiment with 
exhibitionism. Without being actually in the presence of other people. Which right. is very common and, and lovely. And honestly, like, that's a really good introduction to that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had moments where I've been on chat rooms, like, anonymous, anonymously. Fuck yeah. Like, flirting and talking dirty to these people and like you know they'd be like oh are you touching yourself and like no i'm not like actually physically touching myself but am i gonna tell you that i'm touching myself but i get off on the idea of being like yeah what are you doing to yourself kind of thing like yeah it is kind of nice to know like and that's the thing about exhibitionism that's really nice and i'm also consider myself one as well is the idea that you doing something and not touching them all is getting them off like you just enjoying yourself and maybe your partner or just completely solo and like doing it for someone else and honestly as long as you're being safe about it and being anonymous yeah like you know not sharing any kind of personal information about yourself fucking go for it yeah like go for it my my human has an entire subreddit dedicated to his dick and he has so many followers and that's awesome and Dude, I, I can like have a the subreddit. Idea of hey, that. can somebody start a subreddit about my dick? Like, please. <laughs> I would love that. Like, uh, tagging like, Cat Kev's dick. Like, you don't need pictures. Just talk about it. Like, honestly, like, I mean, I get turned on by the idea of the fact I just of said these my name strangers. Wrong. Just, like, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Kev Cat, and we can edit that later. <laughs> That's not how it works. Oh, fuck. Anyway, go on. It's fine. Kev Cat's dick. Kev Cat. Slash R slash Kev Cat's dick. I am making the subreddit <laughs> right now. Thank you so much. Just like are no patience. Are you on Reddit? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I mean, like, but I would mean, I tell you if I was? Probably not. Go on. I don't know. Like, I mean, I even get off on the idea of like these people that I don't know looking up pictures of my boyfriend's dick online and like not knowing who he is, but like, you know, getting Enjoying off on it. that. Like, that's fucking hot, <laughs> right? And that's the thing, like, and I'm super against, like, people taking their faces. Okay, this is a personal preference of mine. Like, I don't like it when people take their faces out of it. I understand the need for being anonymous and not, yeah. like, being able to be recognized. I totally understand that. But if I can see your face while you're enjoying this tentacle-shaped thing from Bad Dragon, I, I mean, am like, into Even it. just, like, the lower half of the face. Yeah. It, oh, my God. Yeah. Even just the half, lower half. Because, like, okay, I'm an artist. I love to draw. Yeah. And my favorite thing... Thing about the human body is that emotion can be expressed in so many different parts like the way the hand like grips the sheets the way uh. that you're like you bite your lip or the way that you grimace or the way that your chest shakes like that is the shit that i live the, for like like the muscle stuttered breath like, and like yeah the, the the like shaking muscles that are yeah. very like you have to watch closely for that's what i live for i live for the details so if i can tell based off of just subtle details that someone is losing their mind that is what i live for like so I, so i'm gonna go with like the unanimous decision get a girl get it Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I honestly say, like, if you're being safe and your partner, like, if you have a partner and you're and they're cool with it, like, yeah. yeah, fucking do it. Also, just a quick side note to what I just said. If your partner's like, fuck you, don't show your body and they're super controlling, leave them. Leave yeah. them. They should be supportive of their in any ass. decision. Like, okay, I understand. Yeah. Okay, I understand I mean, if you had an agreement where it's like, hey, we're going to be uh strictly monogamous with each other i'm the only one that can see you naked and you're okay with that that's fine yeah but if you're like hiding a part of yourself so that you can conform to someone else's needs bitch get out of there there's someone else who will love you and treat you so well and love the fact that other people can see your body as well absolutely like yeah so uh, i'm sorry i'm not even (laughs) poly and i'm just like i i'm kind of poly but not really (laughs) no and like and i can relate to that too because i am poly i'm in a polyamorous relationship 
my human and I have discussed, like, I mean, he used to date a girl that was a stripper. Right. And, you know, he was totally fine with it. Like, I have talked to him just, like, offhandedly been like, how would you feel if I was a cam girl? Right. Like, I personally might not do that solo. Like, if me and him wanted to do things together on cam, like, cool. Personally, no. But I wanted to talk about the idea of it just to see where he would stand on it. And he was like, honey, get it. And if you're going to get paid for it, fucking get it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, honestly, like, half the things I do, like, I'm not huge into the sex scene. I am Demi. So it's very hard for me to be sexual with anyone um, but, like, if I'm enjoying something, like, I, I go-go dance. And yeah. I like the attention. And I love, like, dancing and stuff like that. So, um, like, if it's I can enjoy nice that, then it's so at. nice. It's so nice to be appreciated. And if you can make money off of that shit, bitch. Yes. Like, that, <laughs> I'm all for that. I'm living for that. I'm dying for that. I'm super gay. Moving on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, look into Suicide Girls. Oh, my God. They actually- hire... <laughs> Can I tell you you something? (laughs) So the store that we work at, we're not going to say the name. There's uh, the son of the guy who was our paid contractor for the whole business (laughs) came in and he was like, do I know you from somewhere? He kept staring at me. I'm covered in tattoos and I have shaved head on both sides. I have like a mohawk and, and colored hair and I have piercings. And he was like, oh man, I think I know you from somewhere. And I was like, I don't think we've ever met. Yeah. I was about to say his name. Don't say his name on this podcast. Uh, but I was like, I don't think we've ever met. And he was like, oh, are you a suicide girl? And I was like, are you implying that you think you've jacked off to me in the past? Because I don't know how I feel about this, sir. So, like, and then I was like, I went to my boss and I was like, yo, listen. That's, that's so funny because one of my go-to things is when somebody I don't, like, clearly do not know and they come up to me and they're like, oh, you look familiar is... Yeah, I do porn. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god. Oh my god. So actually, can, sorry, I keep sidetracking the story, but um, that chick from uh, her name is Amber Knight. She's a porn star. She did okay. so many things. She actually did pregnancy porn. She was pregnant, and Whoa. she did porn. Guess the fuck what? What? While me and Olivia were working, she came into the <gasps> fucking store. Oh my god! I was so excited. And did uh, you ask her about the pregnancy porn thing because I I'm took really a inter- picture with her. I took oh a picture god. with her, and I was so excited. I was like, oh I'm, my god, I cannot. And she was like, do you have any of my porns? I was like, I don't know. I didn't recognize her at first, because she's usually seen with that dyed blonde hair. Yeah. And she had black hair when she came in and drawn on eyebrows, and I was uh. like, I don't. And she wasn't, like, dressed out or anything. She was just, like, chilling in her Sunday clothes. And she's like, yeah, I'm Amber Knight. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I turned to her. And she loves porn stars. Like, yeah. oh, oh, we should believe her name. <laughs> I you turned will. to uh, uh, Jack. Oh, no, I can't say that one either. <laughs> Courtney! Do I, Courtney! I turned to Courtney, and I was like, she is a little Amber Knight. And she literally looked at me, and it, like, our, our listeners can't see this, but she goes, <coughs> and, like, took a minute to collect herself, and she, like, slowly walked over, and she's like, a little spazzed out for a minute. And she took a, she took a deep breath, and she goes, I love your work, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> oh. And she was like, absolutely. And she grabbed my tit in one of those pictures, and I was like, I am living for this. And that her is boyfriend crazy. was there, and he oh took the God. picture, and I was like, I am so excited. So I, like, I that was my that. experience with a very, like, she, she's insane. Like, look up her name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, so, so I was just so stoked to meet her, and it was so cool to, like, cool. see her in person. But yeah, back to the cam girl. Fucking do it. Put your tits on the internet. Yeah. No one cares. Like, do it. Fucking get your pussy wet. Do it. 
Do it. My pussy's wet right now. Yas, queen. It is 2018. Get your dick wet. <laughs> it is 2018. We are over being bashful about this kind of stuff. Like, you want to show yourself off? You look good? Fucking do it. Hey, Jojo. Yeah. Hey, beautiful. Do you want the third question? I do. Do you want to take it hard? Oh, I want it so bad. Yeah, let's take it to third base. Uh. All right, so this question comes from us, uh, from Reddit. Uh, user Bummer Friend. Thank you, Bummer Friend. How to take a dude's virginity. I'm mm. 17 and he's 18. We're good friends and we've made out a few times, but we haven't had sex yet. He's a virgin and I was wondering how I should go about it. He's a little shy and very sweet and I care about him a lot. I want to make him feel good and I want to make sure he's comfortable. My problem is that I'm usually more submissive, but with him I find myself being the one who initiates everything. Mm. So my question is, is there anything I can do to make him make his first time better? If anyone has any suggestions or positions or things I can say, could say, to make him feel good and special and not intimidated, that'd be great. So society likes to portray a female losing their virginity as something gentle and sweet. Or something dirty. Or something dirty. But, but, it's never really talked about when a guy loses his virginity because we always expect the male to already know what he's doing. Be gentle and soft and sweet with him too. Yes. Like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. When you, when you penetrate him, yeah. <laughs> just take, take your time. Make sure that you use the dildo that is not the 12-inch one. <laughs> he's not ready, honey, I promise you. Yo. But you can use the 6-inch and make it easy. This, okay, this is the first time that I ever talk about, like, sex, about, like, for myself on any Oh, no, shows. you're going to talk about sex on the sex podcast? Okay. What the what? fuck? My, the, first, the first sex toy I bought for myself was way too big. Oh way, no! Way too big. Oh my god, I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> I'm so sorry for my butthole. Oh my god, okay, and that's actually- Let's try? Yeah. Okay, so we get that a lot in our stores. Like, people who come in and they're not prepared for the size of the toy that they have. Um, and we have to be like, yo honey, please <laughs> no. put that 12 I inch by 6 inch diameter anal diameter? toy back. Oh my god, I'm bad at talking. <laughs> please stop. Diameter. Girth. <laughs> Please put that giant ass butt plug back and let me show you the anal uh, the anal training kits because that is ridiculous. You're going to tear something. As far as taking a man's virginity goes, it's very similar. People, it's very similar to when you take a woman's virginity. This is a human being who's never experienced this before. You need to be there, especially if you guys are friends and you're close and you've talked about this and you do care for them. You need to make sure that you know their boundaries and that, of course, there are going to be times where... Like, they're going to say they're okay with something, and you have to be able to read their, like, physical... Because especially with men in, yeah. uh, like, culture, it's very pushed on them that sex is something they should already be good at. It's not something they, yeah. they should have been doing since they were 13, and that's insane. And I that's think not... that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, like, like eight... men should be just as cared for and coddled. Not necessarily coddled, but you know what I mean. Like, it should be just as gentle and loving and Treated as with important. respect. Yeah. As, as a woman losing her virginity. Also, can I just side note real quick? Yeah. Uh, I went to a hospital. I was raised in a military family. I went to a military base. I was like 18. Already lost my virginity. And the doctor there, he, he was seeing me as a female patient. And he said, um, he fucking stopped the rest of the appointment and looked in my eyes and said, your virginity is something very golden and important. And you shouldn't give it to anyone you don't trust. Oh and I was like, do you God. give this fucking speech to your male uh, yeah, like patience. 
Like, and he was like, it's, like, he compared it to a ring that I should give to somebody I care about. And I was like, you know what? First of all, fuck you. Oh my God. <laughs> my virginity in, is not your product that you get to sell. Like, this is my decision. I get to make it whenever I want. In my sixth grade year of school, I was still technically in elementary school because we, I went to a junior high where oh, yeah. it started in seventh grade and ended at ninth grade. So our sixth grade year, we were doing sex ed. And you know how they segregate the girls from the boys Wait, halfway in, through? Were you in uh, Colorado? Uh-huh. I was in Oklahoma. Oh, I was in Colorado. <laughs> and uh, during our sex ed, they segregated the boys and the girls halfway through the quote-unquote sex ed program. Right. And what they decided to teach us was the horror of birth, oh the horror of STDs, but also... They did this demonstration with a scotch tape and had everybody in the class touch it. And when they were done, they held it up and they were like, would you no. want to stick this to something? Oh, no. Look at how gross this is. This oh is what your virginity god. represents. That is not at all what the, oh my god, I'm about to go off. Like, okay, everybody <laughs> and, get comfortable and listen to Cat Cat because I'm about to lose my goddamn mind. Luckily, <laughs> I, my parents were shit. But the one thing I can say is that uh, my mother, for being a horrible human being, actually did teach me the fact that that was all bullshit and I should never feel ashamed to who I give myself to. Yeah, that's, that's your fucking decision. Like, you that's know, not You love yourself and you love as freely as you want to. Exactly. And because honestly, it doesn't mean anything against your character or who you are as, like, a beautiful person. Exactly. And I'm, I, like, like I said several times, I am Demi. So yeah, I have slept with very few people and I like, it's very hard. Like the idea of a one night stand makes me physically uncomfortable. Oh yeah. No. Oh my God. Right. So however, (laughs) women, men in between, like non-binary pals, everyone who enjoys the company of people, like people who are aromantic and just prefer the physical affection, people who like um just like to you know sleep around or whatever should never be ashamed of that should never be no. shamed for that because Casual that is your, sex is fun yeah that's your fucking decision that's not someone else's decision to completely judge your character based off of that yeah and i think that if we treated virginity and if we treated having sex with multiple partners well, as we shouldn't like, even consider it like virginity because that puts an implication on it in and of itself yeah it treats it's just it like this like golden like especially with women like we were both raised female and so we were like i don't know you personally but i was raised like in a military like environment i was raised in southern and conservative places so i got constantly told that women like luckily luckily let me put this out there my my family itself was very like you know you're your own person here's all the information you make your own decision so yeah. I, like, everyone should be raised like that. Here's all the information. This is the good things that come from sex. This is the bad things that come from sex. This is how it works. Here's how this you is, protect yourself. This is how you protect yourself. This yeah. is what happens when you become pregnant. This is what happens when you get an STD. But they don't lead with the STD. Um, but, like, if we treated virginity the same way we did with, like, choosing your favorite food, if we treated it like yeah. that, like, it's your decision and you make it when you're ready, but don't make it without all of the information. I was always told, you know, test drive a car before you buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and honestly... I'm not the same way, but I guess I agree. <laughs> oh, you, you mean, know, like, before marriage? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You definitely. know, like... I'm definitely... Okay, so I understand You know, people... as long as you're being safe and you're not... 
you know, casually having a lot of sex to fill some kind of void right. within yourself. Right. Because that's never you. Difficult. Yeah. Like, Real quick, like, a lot of people don't talk about, like, the psychological part. It is, like, taxing when you are, like, focusing on putting your value in other people. And you should yeah. never do that. You are, I'm going to say this real quick to everybody who's listening. You are a valuable, beautiful human being by yourself. You don't need anyone else to tell you that. And if you feel like there's something wrong, like there's something wrong with your personality, you fix that on your own accord. You don't need anyone else to fix that. Yeah. And you can have <laughs> friends and people to support you. It's okay to ask for help. But definitely make sure that it's for you and it's not for a partner. And it's not like you're not forcing yourself into a sexual situation or any sort of situation. You're not changing yourself or losing parts of yourself for someone else. You need to be doing that for yourself because you feel better about who you look into the mirror and see look back at you. Not because Chad told you that his dick only likes women that... get on their knees for jesus like no you should change that shit because you love you and you want to feel that way yeah no i completely absolutely 100 percent agree i think going back to our person's question how do i take his virginity and do it lovingly she's already doing great the thing is she's doing great already killing it because she's considering his feelings i would remove the virginity factor from the entire equation you're just making love to a person that you care about because yeah absolutely yeah you know talk to this human say hey these are my feelings towards you and go from there don't look at it like i want to take his virginity because that has nothing to do with the situation do research with him like like read him like like watch porn with him read him stories like tell him like hey this is how this works porn isn't Porn is never a teaching tool, but it no. can be a form. It can be a form it's of a inspiration, form of, like foreplay almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and you can like even just be like, okay, so this is how this works. This is how this actually works in person. Watch amateur porn. And Watch also, amateur porn. if you have never taken somebody's virginity before, especially a dude's, I took a dude's virginity. Um, the police are coming. I'm kidding. What, what, what fucking sound was um, that? <laughs> Don't expect it to be anything that's, like that's in the, the movies. That's the new police. The, <laughs> they, they come up whenever a sick burn's happening. Before we go, because we got to wrap up the podcast, can you guys yeah. read the okay. comments from that question? Oh my god, okay, yes. I get the first one. I get the okay. first one. The, the first one. Okay, how do I take a dude's virginity? Put his penis inside your vagina. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you, user Chris Pedex. Oh, <laughs> Start God. with a blowjob. Oh. oh, that's pretty good, actually. Oh, like, Lord. yeah. Yes, jamming a figure up his ass. I mean, like, I get it. <laughs> actually, <laughs> honestly, if you, like, warm him up to it, like, of course, like, we'll talk about uh, anal play in our later episodes. Oh. But, like, if you warm him up to it and he's safe with it, men have prostate, that shit will fucking rock their world. Yeah, get that. And fuck yeah. Let him yeah. do what he wants. Okay, ew. okay, hang on. No, no that's that username. Is, uh, throw from... it. That's an anonymous user. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Let him do what he wants if he wants to go. Okay, no, that makes sorry, sense. That sorry, that is uh, provoking rape culture. No, this is actually really good. I, I, the first I mean, line is garbage, but then they yeah. go on to say if they, if he wants to go slow, let him go slow. Tell him that you like to be submissive and. That and what you like, and let him lead. Okay, I guess that's kind of good, but I still like it's po- forcing someone who is obviously more of a submissive character because she said that she has to initiate things with him. 
it's forcing a submissive character to play a role when it's not even his first time having sex. Like this yeah, is his he first doesn't time even know what role sex. he's into. Yeah, he doesn't know <laughs> what he likes, but obviously he I... likes it when she has more control. So maybe he'll like get into that leading role later on. Fuck you sideways. So I really like this comment by Riggy Riggy. Uh, he might get nervous and not come at all. Or have an erection, start with foreplay, edge him a bit, let him come, then try to get him erect again. If he can't, well, try another time. If it works, give him clear instructions about what you want to do. Don't hesitate to grab his dick to guide him. It's actually hard for a guy to find an entrance. Reggie, Reggie, I fucking love you. <laughs> you also need to introduce him to your body during the foreplay. Yes! Show him what you enjoy. I, yes! I love that. I'm, that is my fucking favorite. Reggie, Reggie, I'm coming for you. Like this <laughs> is fucking Wait, lit. Like Are both, you? bitch, <laughs> both, both. Whatever you're thinking, it's both. Okay. Like I am ready that is, for this man. That is the that best is the fucking sweetest, comment. Like that was really good. That was yeah. like really well. If it is a dude, it could be somebody else. Okay, Reggie, Reggie, I'm coming for you regardless. I am queer, and I am gender fluid, and I'm down for whatever. No, I'm kidding. You were amazing, and that advice was amazing. That was really incredible. Actually, he put that... They. They. They they put that into incredible... I'm sorry. They put that into incredible terms. Um, Yeah, that's a really good... Like, that's a really good, like... It feels like it was a male perspective, which is why I was, like, thinking. Or someone who has a penis. Um, So, like... It just, like, that is really it, good. Because he was, like, saying, like, okay, you're going to have to, they, they like, said you them. have to guide him. And, like, through this process. And, like, I still have to guide sometimes, especially, like, when I'm on top. And I'm, like, okay, here's where it goes. Like, that's important. Yeah. Like, and that could be a part of foreplay. That could be a part yeah. of, like, you can play with them. You can kind of lead them on. Give them a little bit of a hand job and then lead them into what's going on. Oh, and my God. And also with the amount the of people who come thing. in and point at the clitoris and is like, is that the vagina? And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> or they point, at, they point at the urethra and they say, oh, like, God. there's the clitoris. And I'm like, can you not? <laughs> are you okay? Is your wife okay? And I feel like the most important part of this, too, which is going to segue us out, don't forget the lube. For the love of God, you can never have too much lube right. with losing the virginity. Uh, we <laughs> or any time at all. We do have one more thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are going to, this is a thing we're going to start doing more often, yes. uh, probably with every episode, is we're going to ask you guys to send us in a story. Uh, today, today's story is going to be about the strangest place you've ever had sex. Jojo, would you like to lead us with your I strangest would. sex story? So, the strangest place I've ever had sex. So, I was with this guy. We were both... Strangest conditions as well. Okay. Like, what was going on? So, we were both 17. Um, when I, when I met him, uh, he was very, very religious. He was also a virgin. Um, we connected. We made a good partnership. Um, he he messaged me one night and he was like let's go out on a date and I said alright cool where are we going and he's like it's a surprise at the time I had a foot tall pink mohawk I uh, wore still wear all black clothes but um, you look hot. all piercings in my face dark eyeliner I was very much a goth punk queen this is me um so we're in the car and we're driving 
his mom was driving us. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm like, so where is our date? And he goes, we're going to Bible study. And I was like, oh, my God. What? Honey, what? It's already hard. <laughs> um, Come on. So we go to Bible study. This is my king. This is my so king. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I'll suffer through some Bible study. Like, this guy's really cute. Whatever. He did not tell me that Bible study was segregated. So I spent an hour praying with some girls. Well, they were praying for Relatable. me, more to speak. <laughs> Relatable. And after Bible study, we were down hanging out in the uh, church's basement. Mm-hmm talking about it and it was like got some sweet jesus dick <laughs> so i was being flirtatious and i started making out with him and i Yuff. was like hey let's go into one of these rooms uh, one of the rooms was a sunday school uh classroom and we boned we boned real hard jesus didn't die for this <laughs> i took his virginity <laughs> in that room <laughs> <laughs> that's so good oh my okay. god okay okay i do like have a question that you brought up <laughs> okay so so uh looking at the abrahamic religions and specifically you know christ dying on the cross right you know experiencing <laughs> the world's sin in one sitting was he on the cross going watching you guys bone down and going nice nice Ladies and gentlemen, Charles almost made me spew fucking beer out of my nose. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so. I'm, gonna, I'm on this podcast now. <laughs> Welcome, friend of the show, Charles. <laughs> so, my story: um, I was dating this guy that I was like super into. Um, he was his father was like a high ranking sergeant sergeant in the military, the army to be exact. And, um, I was over at his place, we were hanging out, and, um, <laughs> I was making him ramen in the kitchen, and so <laughs> we went into the cabinet, and I sat on this thing, and I started blowing him, and then his parents came home. <gasps> oh, no! So he closed the cabinet door, and then I just kept going. <laughs> And I could hear his parents, like, in the background of the kitchen and stuff, and he's just holding his hand over his mouth, and he's, like, red-faced, and, like, his dog, like, kept scratching at the door! Oh, no! So we were so close to getting caught by his parents. So, yeah, that's the time. And that's when your exhibitionist kink started. Uh, actually, no. My exhibitionist kink started the first time I lost my virginity. We'll talk about that in another episode, but thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it was Cap Cat. And this is JoJo. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, don't, don't forget, forget the, the lube. lube. This has been a production of NOCO FM.